Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Creep on in, on in, on in. Ooh. See, I'm riding high. I got five on it. We're going to hit you with that five on it to start the show. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by my brother Jay and Fiend. We are in the building. We are in the booth for another week of the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast. I almost said something else, but it's the podcast. So get ready. Get ready to rock. Jordan, hit it with the music. What's up, RBK fans? This is your host, Jordan Tykuri, for the segment of I Got Five on It with the Raspy Voice Kids. The Raspy Voice Kids have five fill-in-the-blank answers, so let's start off with the first blank. WVU at Pitt being a sellout is blank. Phenomenal. The reason it's phenomenal is because Pitt does not have the fan base that typically sells anything out. Their only sellouts are WVU and Penn State. And they only sell out in Acrisure Stadium, as it is now known. It's phenomenal because it means the Mountaineers are excited about a season that they shouldn't be as excited about, in my estimation. But here we are, a decade removed from the last backyard brawl, and the hate is still hot. The fight is still fierce. And we're ready to rock Acrisure Stadium. The ratio should be much better than a lot of people are predicting. Mountaineer fans to Pitt fans. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock. It's phenomenal. It's going to be live. Oh, it's going to be so live. And you know what I love? I love that the Pitt fans, I don't love that they had a good year last year. That's not what I mean. But I love that they have something to care about. Finally, after so many years, something to be feel proud about because it's going to feel so good going in there and playing the number 15 team ranked in the coaches poll. Uh, yeah, we're going to get to that. And seeing them excited about their year. 
and to bust and dash their dreams all in the first game. Let's go. I can't wait. It's going to be live. Mountaineers, Mountaineers, Mountaineer Nation is going to show up live and strong and well. I can't wait, Brandon. I, I, I literally, I don't know. Well, you know, I was going to say, I don't know the last time I've been this excited for a first game of the year. But it was probably Virginia Tech when we played them in D.C. I was pretty excited last year, if I'm being honest. Pretty excited every year. I'm just saying, with Will Greer playing his first game, VT, DC, that was amazing. Uh, well, you know, before the game, that was amazing. This game, Brandon, I I, I really am jacked. That's not like just playing it up. That's not just saying what you have. Brandon, I am so, I'm so amped up for this game. I cannot wait. Can't wait. Number two. Neil Brown will name a starting quarterback blank. When he's ready, Jeremy, he will name a starting quarterback when he's ready. You know when he'll be ready? When one separates himself. I personally personally am of the opinion that it will not take JT Daniels long to separate himself because none of the other guys have anywhere near the experience. And what I've seen from camp so far is that Garrett Green is still running the ball first chance he gets not because he can't do the other things, but he just doesn't do them as well as he runs. JT Daniels spins the rock, and that's what they're looking for in this offense that Graham Harrell has. And so when he's ready, he'll name the starting quarterback. I think that'll be sooner rather than later. Kind of go along with yours. Mine's not uh, when he's ready. It's when he needs to. Brandon, we oh, I'm sorry. The worst-kept secret in, in college football, excuse me, worst-kept secret in Morgantown, is who the starting quarterback's going to be for the West Virginia Mountaineers. I know people will debate it. I know people will say, well, we'll look at Will, you know, Will. Well, nothing. So who will he'll, he'll name a starter when he needs to? After he got everything he needed to motivate his quarterback, JT Daniels, to play as best as he can and the backups to play as best as they can, then after that, he'll name a quarterback. He has a time. I promise you, he already has a time when he's going to announce it, when it's time to get down to the nitty-gritty. He knows who he's going to name, I feel. Maybe I'm wrong. He knows he's going to, he knows who he's going to name. He knows when he's going to name him. Right now, he's just pushing everybody because that competition leads to everybody playing a little bit better. Number three, Lee Koba being mentioned, but no other linebackers being talked about means blank. I think it actually means Lee Koba is that dude. Part of me thought initially that maybe it meant the other linebackers just aren't playing ball, but I think it means Lee Koba's really that guy. He's got a great story coming from Africa, coming from humble beginnings, not taking his craft seriously, being demoted to JUCO situations, uh, rising from that, coming back to WVU and making a name for himself so far in the offseason. Prime for a breakout season. I think Lee Koba is just being that guy and doesn't leave a lot of press for the other ones, the other linebackers. Now, I don't think it means they're not good. I just think it means Lee Koba is going to be great. I really hope it means, I, I really hope that's what it means. I think he's going to be a beast. I think he's going to be a dog. I think he's going to be a problem. But I also think he's a shiny new toy. And when the shiny new toy comes in and he's the best, that even adds to it. Shiny new toy. He looks the part. He can play the part from what we're hearing. That's what I think you have. He's a shiny new toy. Brandon, Lynn J. Dixon from Penn State, he can run like the wind. 
Jared wait. Bartlett. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. Lynn J. Dixon was the running back from Clemson. Oh, I'm sorry. Not not Lynn J. Dixon. My Lance bad. Dixon. Lance Dixon. Lance Dixon. No, no. Good call. Good call. Hey, my my fault, Mountaineer Nation. Lance Dixon is who I who I who I met. Um, from Penn State. Run like the wind. Who's who's the other linebacker we have this year? I don't know why it's slipping my mind. Not Bartlett. Um. Anyway, my point is, I think we have great linebackers. Okay, great is a little too far. I think we have a really good linebacking core. I think, how do you pronounce his name? Pogba? Koba? What? Koba. Koba. Dude is a monster. Look at him. More importantly than look at him, listen to the people who watch him talk about him. Now, I know I'm not huge into West Virginia media hype people, but when it comes to this guy on defense, man, I I think you're right. I think he's going to be a monster. But I think our whole linebacking core is going to be nice. He's just a ni- nice, shiny new toy who's all also happens to be awesome. I like Tyreek Austin Cave, what I'm hearing about him. He's a newcomer relatively, sophomore, but they're saying good things about him. Jared Bartlett had a really, really nice game against Virginia Tech. See if he can do it again. Um, there are guys. I mean, there, there are guys. It's just Lee Koba's getting all of the pub. Linnell Carr is another guy they've talked about. It's just a matter of whether or not those guys can step up and be on the level of Elite Koba. If they can, if they can step up and be on the level of Elite Koba, Jeremy, especially at the bandit position, Jeremy, the, the league's in trouble. No. The Big 12's in trouble. That's right. Hey, look, I'm going to interrupt this. I got five on it just for one second, Braden. You know I just got home from work. Brandon, what kind of sushi do you get? Uh, What's your I favorite sushi? I don't have a favorite. I, I'm not good at favorites. I tell my kids this all the time. I'm not good at favorites. I like all kinds. Um, I get lots of different things. So I, I really you don't. You discriminate. You regulate every shade of that food. Yeah, anyway. I, I really don't. All right. So I'm eating some uh, shrimp tempura right now. Sorry if you hear me chomping on you. It's so delicious. That's the reason why I have to bring it up. Some good, good sushi. Anyway, let's get, get to the from? next questions. The very, um, the the highest, the best, the best restaurant, the um, most prestigious, Kroger, yeah. the, <laughs> the five star restaurant, uh, the Kroger, the the high quality Kroger in Belpre on the way home. No, Kroger Belpre's Kroger Belpre is like it's legit. It's like the Gucci Kroger of of the Parkersburg area of the so, MOV. Yeah, everybody knows that you have the you have the different levels of Kroger. And in Morgantown, they've got the different level, levels of Kroger. Suncrest Kroger, you you know, there's different levels depending on where you are. And for for the MOV, Belpre represents. So yeah, we know. So I'm good. enjoying that. All right, let's get let's get to the next question. Let, next question, number four. Pit fans have blank my expectations this offseason. For me, Jay, Pit fans have exceeded my expectations for this offseason. I've seen more chatter from them, more fight from them this offseason than I've seen in all my years on Twitter. In all my years on social media, period. Now, there's been very little pushback on our why we hate Pit. 
which is not a total surprise because their fan base is lame, and I still think they're lame, but they still have exceeded my expectations. There's a instead of the four fans I thought they had, there's probably fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, uh, when you win, that that'll happen. Pit fans have totally pit fanned this offseason to me. When we make why we hate, Brandon, I'm and I'm not just being funny. I'm not just trying to push our why we hate. What I'm saying is it's the truth. When we hit good fan bases, when we make why we hate, they come back. If anybody ever made a why we hate West Virginia, I promise you the whole nation would stand up, kick in the door, and do what they had to do and say, look, watch your mouth. But when when we made that why we hate, I don't hear no, I hear crickets. I hear crickets from the pit fans. So maybe they're holler at you at Twitter or, or like Facebook, but I just Look, man, if you can't come correct, if you can't make a clapback video, look, when we did that against Tennessee, why we hate Tennessee, we had like two or three clapback videos. Like, that's what good fan bases do. So I'm not giving them credit. They're just they're just high off their last season's wins. Um, they're high off Kenny uh, Pickett doing what he did, uh, fake sliding and be fake, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? And like now... Yeah. No, no, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where they're at. We'll see how much they talk when they come back down to earth when they get pounded on September 1st. Number five. No more Big Ten games on ESPN means blank. The end of an era. For the first time in 40 years, there will be no Big Ten football or basketball on ESPN. And Jeremy, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not a Big Ten fan, but I can't imagine having no Big Ten games on college game day. No Big Ten venues on college game day. That opens the door for everybody else, Brandon. It opens the door for everybody else, Jeremy. I agree. But the entire Big Ten conference with the historic nature of that conference, including USC. Stop saying, okay, if you add in USC, stop saying the historic it's Ohio State and maybe a little Michigan. No, it's Ohio State. It's Michigan. It's Penn State with the whiteout. Are you kidding? You were there for that. You know what they have there. Yeah. It's no, Camp that, Randall that is, jump around and not saying that they're great, but they do have a great atmosphere. It's USC yeah, well, good. when they matter. Fight on is something. The, well, yeah, that's later on, but the door is open. I don't care about them. I care about me. I care about ours. I care about mines. And I'm okay? not sure that that translates immediately to a positive impact for the. It big has world. to translate to somebody, Brandon. It has to translate it, to somebody. It, you would somebody think, has to Jeremy, fill that void. You would think, Jeremy. I don't know that it does yet. We'll there are three. There are two power conferences: the Big Ten and the SEC. After that, the ball has been thrown up in the air, and let's see who wins a jump ball. And I think we can fight for it. I think Especially with do. USC and UCLA out of the uh, out of the pack. Yet. I'm just saying, there's an opportunity. The door is open. Hopefully, we can you know because do I our think, thing. I, I, I I'm of the opinion the Big 12's future is streaming. If they're really going to make their mark and make their money, it's streaming, not network television. But that's a different conversation. So where do you stand on that? I mean, I know where you stand, but. What do you say? Like, how do you fill in the blank? No more Big Ten, ten games on ESPN means? The door's open. The door's open. ESPN, one of the biggest juggernauts when it comes to covering sports. Don't get it twisted. 
I know you have ABC. I know you have Fox. I know you have other sports things that, that cover a lot of different sports. ESPN is the juggernaut. Disney, the juggernaut. So, there's an opportunity. It's time to up our game and show why we deserve it. That's it. That's all we got from I got five on it. It's time for us to go in. The Raspberry Voice kids will be going in, going in depth on these subjects that we just talked about. Maybe a little more than what you anticipated, but not enough. We got more. Here we go. Raspberry Voice. More than 100 schools available from home field apparel. If you like comfortable clothes, check them out. They are a partner with the Raspberry Voice kids and the 1012 network. Use our code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y-12, for a discount on your first order. 15%. Go get it. Tell them we sent you. Current and former athletes, members of the athletic department, and of course the best fans in the country all make up a very special group we like to call the Cyclone Family. Join me, Jamie Steyer Johnson, as I bring you closer to the people that make Iowa State unique each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. Some names you may know, while others may be new to you, but one thing's for sure. This is one family reunion you won't want to miss. Each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. Rap me, boys! I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in. And I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to go hard. Yep, we're going in, we're going in, we're going in, we're going in, and we're going to go hard. Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt with Jeremy J. and Fiend Phoenix. We're going in. Jeremy, where you want to start today? You want to – let's talk about the coaches poll, Brandon. Can we get to it, please? Let's go to the coaches poll. Let me pull it up on my phone. There's a, there's a big – look, okay, okay. Now I'm starting to get irritated because obviously the big one that every Mountaineer fan is going to see and is going to talk about is get you know which one I'm talk, going to talk about? No, I don't. I mean, I'm Texas. Texas big preparing and Pitt at number fifteen. Yeah, I don't know why you're complaining about that. You lose your starting quarterback. Yeah, you lose your bowl game. Well, they lost their bowl game in part because their starting quarterback didn't play. And how the backup quarterback playing that? Yeah, but their backup quarterback's not Keaton. Wasn't Keaton Slovis? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I just, I just, for me to see them at fifteen, like, don't get me wrong, don't get it twisted. I got him. The USA I'm, Today coaches poll has them at sixteen. Oh, is it number sixteen? Here's the thing. I like it either way. Actually, you know what? I love it. I don't like it. I love it. Because I love teams to be overrated, and then we be the first people to beat them. Because that means that after we beat them, hopefully we jump into the poll. Brandon, do you remember the year the Appalachian State beat Michigan? What happened? The pollsters made Michigan's loss look better because they jumped Appalachian State inside somehow of the top 25. You know that won't happen with Pitt because they don't respect Pitt. No, no, and they don't need pit. But it, no, it, it's one hundred percent the truth. And I meant to look up. And matter, matter of fact, listen here. This is a statement. Next week, I'm going to look at all the teams that played an unranked team. The unranked team beat them, and then the very next year week, they were in the top twenty-five. I meant to do it this week, but the first one all off the top of my head I can think of is Appalachian State. But the fact that Pitt is number sixteen for me is kind of a big deal. 
Texas at number 18. I mean, what did they do to deserve that? I, I don't know. I just don't know. They recruited um, well. They don't they don't deserve to be that high preseason based on what they did last year, but they recruited well again. Did well in the Michigan transfer portal. Get a healthy B. John Robinson back. They got Quinn Ewers in the transfer portal, as I mentioned. I mean, they did well as far as putting together a roster. But yeah. has has anybody seen Michigan's schedule? Michigan has this the charmanish soft schedule of all time. Not of all time. But they got like three real games. They're going to go six and zero. They're going to be in the top two or three, and they're going to have to lose twice. And I, I, I don't know how good is Michigan. I'm not sure. I did see them get house and railroaded when they played it in the college football playoff. But I don't know. I mean, like the, the the big thing is like everybody always says is if you don't put them in, who would you put in over them? Well, let me tell you, Baylor, Baylor at number ten. How come they're not higher? Baylor lost a lot, Jeremy. They did. They lost a lot. I think they did well in in the transfer portal, but I think they lost a lot. They're, they've got a lot to prove. I like Baylor at ten, and I like Baylor as the favorite in the Big Twelve. But I'm Houston, okay with the Big Ten. Houston at number twenty five, and I know they got a lot of people coming back. But Houston at twenty five, I know they went ten and two, and people want to talk about what Dana Hogerson did at Houston. The first game of the year, you lost by seventeen points to Texas Tech. Brandon, we should have beat Texas Tech. Now we lost. But it wasn't 17 points, and we should have beat them if you watched the game. But Houston playing that weak, charmin' soft schedule that they have, because they went 10-2, now all of a sudden they're 25? Maybe well, they will ready. be because of the schedule that they play. Get ready. They're going to win double-digit double oh. games again. Oh, amen. Look at their schedule. They definitely will. Them and Cincinnati like they, has a good shot at it, too. Yeah, I haven't looked at Cincinnati's schedule, but... um. I just saw Wake Forest. By the way, this is terrible. Wake Forest quarterback. You saw him? Yeah, indefinitely. Yeah. I just wonder. I mean, now the door's wide open to who's going to represent the ACC now. It's just wide open. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I just look at, I mean, Michigan State number 14. I look, I don't know their roster, but I feel like, like the more, the older I get, the more I look at these top 25 polls. It's more about names. You get these most of these people don't know what's really going on. Hey, let's just put some names in there. Oh, Michigan State, Oklahoma State, oh Texas. Hold up, let me see. Oh yeah, USC is in there. USC, Texas. The same old names, the same old thing. I don't know. I just you know let's wait till it plays out on the field. But the biggest thing for me was. That pit was so ranked so high, and actually, uh, actually, my my screen just changed. But the biggest thing I want to talk about was pit. Pit, pit, pit being ranked so high. I don't know if they deserve it. I know they're building a program, but I'm not gonna complain about it because we played them the first game of the year, and that's always good for the team. If you think they're overrated and you get them early in the season when they're still going to be undefeated, it's good for us. You know who's overrated to me? Who? Clemson at number four. You know why? I should have. Uh, yeah, I knew that, by the way. DJ yes, Ukulele yes. stinks. Yeah, yeah, he stinks. He stunk last year. He'll stink again this year. I don't care how good their defense is. They don't have a quarterback. College football is about quarterbacks. Dual threat quarterbacks especially. He's neither. He stinks. They're not going to be very good. They're not, they may not win the ACC again. Again, even though they're prohibited favorites. 
So let me tell you right now, Clemson is overrated, especially at four. If I was betting, I would bet they will not be in the top ten by the end of the season. But I don't bet, so don't worry about what I had to say, except for to know DJ Ukulele stinks. And I know that's not his name, but I like saying it. The other question is, I know Texas A&M has a lot of talent. What, but what have they done on a grand scale? Eight and four, son. To be number seven. Eight and four every year. That's what they do. Now I'm going to argue with you, quarterback. That's another problem they have. Uh, that's a big problem to have. NC State number 13. I don't know a whole lot about them. Maybe NC I need State, to look them up. But NC State's defense, Gibby got some dogs. NC State's supposed to be good. Supposed to be good. And that's what everybody's saying. I don't know enough about them to make the proclamation, but everybody's saying it. Let me say this right here. West Virginia. Look, let me make sure. And the coaches poll. Double checking. Did not receive a single vote. And do you think they deserved a vote? No, 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 no. But I will say, if they go nine and three, realizing that they did not receive a single vote, you got to give Neil Brown Coach of the Year. I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going way out here. But I'm just saying, like, sometimes we don't give people their flowers. Neil Brown does not, like, literally, I don't know how far down this vote goes, not a single vote for the preseason top 25. If he has a successful season 9-3, how can he not be in, in the top five? Well, Especially well, when you play 11 Power 5 uh, conference teams or 11 D1 schools. 11 Power 5 opponents. Yeah. No, he's definitely in the conversation. I would have to see what everybody else has done. You get some team that goes undefeated, that guy's got a, an argument for coach of the year. So, I mean, I just would have to wait and see. All right, man. So that's that's the top 25. That's that's the coach's poll. Let us know what you think about the coach's poll. We're also going to talk about John Antonick. Antonick. Because he was – Antonick, excuse me. He was talking about the WVU secondary, Brandon. Did you see that article? I saw it. And he talked about all these people coming in. Now, here's the thing. You said your biggest worry about WVU was their secondary. Still is. We love Charles Woods. But he was a transfer in. But then he started naming other guys who were transfers in this year. Marcus Floyd from Murray State, who's a safety. Rashad Ajay, a cornerback. Um... Jazir Cox, who plays in the nickel, he's from North Dakota State, who was the D2, I know it's not called that anymore, but the D2 national champion. Uh, Wesley McCormick from James Madison. So there are a few guys, there's a few guys that we've added in um, along with the players already here. Brandon, what do you think about this? Like, I don't want to call it makeshift because this is the way, like, the trend college football is going. What do you think about you know, the makeup of our secondary with these players. I like that these guys have experienced playing. I like that a Jay from Colorado State played, I think, 34 of 37 possible games as a starter for Colorado State. 
I like that these guys have been on the field getting real live reps, but it's not the same as playing power five football, especially not in the conference like the Big 12. I think it's going to take them some time to get acclimated. I saw quotes from people who are covering fall camp saying that these guys are pushing for starting positions. I'm not super comfortable with that, but what else are you going to do? Because what else do you have? So, but here's the truth. Here, here's the truth. What John and, and Antonic said was Marcus Floyd, Murray State. He's so he's supposed to be our starting safety, right? He started 25 games. Yeah. Rashad J. He started 34 games for Colorado State. Yeah, that's what I said. 34 out of 37. Jazir Cox, well, he had he had he was in on a hundred tackles from North Dakota State. Didn't mean he started, but he he played a lot of, enough to make a hundred tackles. Wesley McCormick, he played forty one games for James Madison. So even though they're coming to WVU, even though they haven't played in Big Twelve play, they're good enough that they started other places. And the reason why that's so big is, is uh Jordan Leslie actually said he said um, these FCS guys tend to be very hungry and eager to prove themselves. And that's what we love. We love hunger and, and you you have a chip on your shoulder. And when these guys come in, they have a chip on their shoulder because they want to prove, look, I can play here. I can do this. I can ball out. I can show you who I am. And we've seen this in the past from Mountaineer players that we've got in who've came in, who've played well. You know what? Charles was a perfect example. He comes in. Uh, you know, transfer from, you know, smaller college. And now they're talking about him being the best cornerback in the entire Big 12. Is that true? I don't know. But our defensive our, our, our defensive back coach said that. Yes, John Brown said that. What's he supposed to say? But no, nah, you ain't got to say that. To say he's the hey, best hey, quarter so in the entire the Big 12 means a lot. You preaching fire. You ain't got to say that. You ain't got to say that, Brady. He could have just been like, he's going to be a really good quarter for us. When he said he's the best quarter in the Big 12, for me, that added a little bit. That added a whole lot because that means how much he believes in him. There's a difference between saying he's difference in between saying, oh, he's going to be a really good corner and he's going to be the best corner in the Big 12. That's big. That's large, son. I, it large. is large. It, I, it's a lot to live up to. People are going to be hunting for him. I mean, he's got a target on his back and his front and his side now. Which I'm okay with him saying it. I just want to see him prove it now. Yeah, absolutely. So all these these transfers in, man. You can talk about if it's good or it's bad. All I know is I care about the product on the field. That, That even goes with quarterback. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, we don't have a quarterback who comes in as a freshman from high school or a senior from high school. We don't have a lot of senior for seniors from high school, like high school quarterbacks. Brandon, I know you say it like I say it, and we feel the same way. I don't care. Do not care. Give me a quarterback who wins. That's all I care about. If name, every me single, the, name me the Heisman, last Heisman winning quarterbacks for Oklahoma. Where did they come from? Amen. Preach. Preach. So especially now with the NIL and everybody switched around, everybody changing around, it's a whole different world. It's a whole different world. Get them where you can, replace them where you can, 
And to bring in these second guys in the secondary, we obviously needed it, but hopefully they can ball out because uh, we're ready for it. And I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. And more importantly, like Al Davis says, just win, baby. What else you got, son? That's it. I thought we was done. Okay. I don't know if you had anything else after that, but all right. No, That's I, was it. Ending, I was ending it um, on the just win, baby. Uh, but I know we normally say get at us. Hey, by the way, we haven't said this in a long time. If you listen to our show and you like us and you want us to keep growing, please like, subscribe, and give us a review on your favorite platform. If you give us a five-star review, it helps us to grow, be recommended to other people. It really does a big deal, uh, is a big deal to us. Please do that for us. We would be so grateful. We love y'all. We're thankful. And as always, get at your boys. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.